Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. back this week. I'm Travis McFalls. I'm James Hamilton. All right. That was the last of the Baby Island songs. I'm, I'm a little sad. I am. I'm, I'm so thankful that they let us use an entire album. That was so cool. And I mean, beyond that, they sent us demos. They, they sent us, not even demos, they sent us the cassettes. Yep, they sure did. And they're, they're, uh, they're very cool. And then access, of course, to the songs and all of the cool shit. Uh, it's, uh, they've been, they've been amazing. Oh, fish, fish. Yep. We got a, we got a fish on the move. So uh, it's kind of a, in my office, I have a fish tank and, um, in the fish tank, I have a Peku, which is a form of piranha. And every so often due to size, he likes to just run into the aquarium. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a bit of a prick. <laughs> we actually call him asshole. Okay. Well, way to go, asshole. <clears throat> in, in form. Anyway, back to them. <laughs> Thank you again for the, uh, the tunes, man. Yeah, we're much appreciated. Um, Mark, it's been it's been wonderful. Um, I actually had a dream this week, and in that dream, Mark, Baby Island had more songs, like new songs. New songs and, would be good, and we got to use them, and it was it was a happy dream. I woke up happy before I realized I had this huge just fucking crick in my neck that I haven't been <sighs> able to get out for the last three weeks. You mean from staring down at 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 prescriptions <laughs> yeah yeah oh man my life has um definitely flipped a what flipped a corner turned a corner flipped the page it's uh yeah back into pharmacy back you know no more no more dicking around on an easy job this is uh earning a paycheck now so is is a pharmacist typically cool or are they kind of weird eccentrics it depends on the pharmacist um I've had really cool, just out there, kind of laid back ones. And then I've had ones that uh, typically they went to school in somewhere like India or somewhere like that. And they're very, it's very caste system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and You were less. You are less. And yeah. it is known. That would be fun. <laughs> That'd be a great job. That was awful, man. That was awful. Yeah, the last two pharmacy jobs I had and it was that way. So um, this... This is definitely a a breath of fresh air when it comes to that. I feel a little more part of the group. Um, And it's been nice so far. It's been a very nice, welcoming group. But of course, you know, I'm I'm the fucking new guy and you got to haze the new guy. And it's always trial by fire, learning everything new. So I've just been, uh, yeah, just busting my balls trying to learn all that new stuff. So I have many questions. All right. Fire away. Are you prepared for questions? Now, I don't want to interview you necessarily, but yeah. <laughs> you're you're doing something that I, I have always kind of pondered a number of things about. Number one, do you in fact take compounds and make your own pills, or are those days gone? 
Um, I have in the past. Um, I did that when I worked at an independent pharmacy right out of pharmacy tech school. So yes, I, I have compounded. But not anymore, not in the newer pharmacies that don't do that. Not in more of your commercial type, um, you know, big major chain pharmacies. But your mom and pop shops will probably still do that for you, yeah. Um, Typically, usually what you're compounding is um, like your testosterone, uh, progesterone type um, creams, ointments, and yeah, capsules. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So usually those are ones that are either super expensive or um, just hard to find. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you have the formulary, you can go and make it. So the computers the basically formula. keep a strict inventory of the whole place, and if you run out before you should, is there, like, a red light that goes off and are you immediately hauled to jail, or how is it handled? Because it, there's a lot of human error. Well, you investigate and you kind of figure out, because there is human error. Uh, sometimes, you know, just the tablet will be, you know, underneath a counter or something, it'll fall. Um, the big ones you have to worry about are your Schedule Two narcotics. So um, those are tracked and regulated by the DEA. So those are the fun ones. Those are the fun ones. Those are the ones that the pharmacist very much, yeah. I, I don't, um, basically, I get to count them, and that's it. Okay. Um, I do not have access to that cabinet or anything like that. So samples, when drug companies come in and provide pharmacists with Those days are over. Those days are over. Those days are over. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought they should be actually happening, so... Yeah, so it's over now. It's been over since I've been practicing, and I started practicing in uh, 2012. I can't imagine somebody dropping by the pharmacist like, hey, I don't know if you've tried this new cancer drug, but... Check it Check out. It it's out. pretty fun. Give her a try. <laughs> um, and then like I heard they would buy dinners and stuff too for the staff. That's all gone? That's all gone. Really? Yeah. Even yeah. at a mom, back that, at the mom and pop, it didn't happen? No, no, no. Highly illegal now. That's illegal. Okay. Yes. yes. So they don't, they don't take chances with that. I mean, if you want to take the, you know, roll the dice on your business, take the chance, sure. So when the Schedule 2 drug is all of a sudden missing and it's not... Is it sort of taken in degrees, like, well, you know, it's just a couple pills, probably just a miscount. Let's um, sign our inventory sheet and send it out? Or No, is it like- no, you recount, you recount, and you recount, and you make sure that they're, you know. And so let's just play play me through. It's It's gone. We're missing five tablets. Oh, man, it's been over years. Is it, does it get crazy? Do you know? It's more intense on the pharmacist. Uh, for us, they're just like, count this, count this, count this. Okay. That's, that's, right. that's my end of it. Count, count, count. And they're going through the books and doing all that. We, we're, I'm not legally allowed to do that stuff. So, Are you ever in contact, not necessarily with where you're at, but where you've been before, in what the pharmacist paid for the drugs? What do you mean? Like, do you know that they got amoxicillin for, oh, for 10 like, cents a pill and, and then they turned around and marked it up? Um, yes. Well, not, you don't need to talk about your new place, but let's talk about old places. Was Is the markup as bad as they say? You know, when you watch Michael Moore take a boatload of people to Cuba and they're getting, you know, $1,200 inhalers for five bucks, is that is well, that consistent? Typically, the markup's not that bad. Like the mom and pop, um, I, I'll speak more of that one because I did more of the ordering at the mom and pop um, uh, when I went and worked for the chain. This, the second place I worked, I'm at number three now as far as my... 
tenure of, um, as far as my tour of pharmacies goes, if you will. Which um, is common in your business because that's the only way you get better money. Right, right. You got to keep moving up. So the, um, at the mom and pop, because they had to stay in business, they, they had to sell for low prices. They had to compete with your, with your higher chains. So they did not mark up a whole hell of a lot. They did not make a lot of money. What actually happens, it's the drug companies themselves that are boosting those prices. So use amoxicillin as an example. So we'll keep on that example. One day I'll order amoxicillin and like a bottle, typically that comes in bottles of like 500. So let's just say a bottle of 500 one day is like 20 bucks. And then we noticed a lot of people start getting sick. Typically, this won't happen with amoxicillin, but no, the, but the bottle's fine. But we're Continue. just going to use it as an example. But let's just say then all of a sudden, a lot of nationwide, a lot of amoxicillins being sold, and so the demand of it goes up, and the supply is short. They jack the price, and what they'll do is, I've, we've noticed the drug companies themselves will actually just. They'll create the demand, or not the demand, but the supply on their own. Like all of a sudden, oh yeah, we're just not shipping that many now. And you're like, why? Do you have them? Oh, I don't know. So fucked up. Yeah. And so then amoxicillin goes from $20 a bottle to like 80 or 100. And it just seems so arbitrary the way it happens. And and And, didn't that make you want to just rage? It, it pissed me off. Yeah. I bet it did. Because I mean, if it was up to me, people would just be able to get their medicine for free. Yes, yes. It, if it was up to me, that's that's where you know. Okay, there you go. There's your medicine. Get better. Get well. I read a, re- a report, and it'd be interesting based on your point of view. Have you seen the commercials where they've got sort of these specialized clinics you can go to to get cancer treatment? Mm, you know, they're like, I, I don't watch a lot of commercial TV. Remember. Go to Denver, and we have this great establishment where you can come and receive first-class cancer treatment with the newest stuff and the newest this. It's always oh, on. Oh, I think I uh, hockey commercials and shit. I think I, it. I think I might. Yeah, I think I might have seen that one once. I don't really know what it was about or what it was, but I have I have seen that once. But back to your point about the raging, uh, that's actually one of the reasons that I kind of want, I got out of pharmacy for a while was because I was getting frustrated. Um, I went into it, well, I initially went into it because I thought I was going to have a family, so I went into it. I mean, I kind of had, like, just goof-off jobs in my 20s, and I played in a band. So, and then I got into my 30s, and I was starting a family, or so I thought, and it's was like, okay, shit, now you gotta, like... Have a real job. You gotta fucking, yeah, have a big boy job now. So, fun time's over. And so that's what I got into, but also, at the same time, I got into it, um... I also got my license to uh, compound chemotherapy medicine, stuff like that. Uh, I've had relatives die of cancer and such. And so I like the idea of the whole healing the sick. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is stuff like that. You'd see that bottle of amoxicillin because people need it. It goes from $20 to $100 a bottle. And it just frustrated the fuck out of me. I was like, I'm, it just, uh, I felt dirty. I felt like I wasn't part of the solution that I was part of the problem and then at the same time too before hydrocodone became a class 2 medication uh, schedule 2 medication um, it was a schedule 3 
So doctors were dispensing it like candy. And it was called the Trilogy. It was always hydrocodone, which is like a narcotic pain reliever, and then a skeletal muscle relaxer, typically cyclobenzaprine, and then a uh, benzodiazepine, which is like an anti-anxiety medication, typically like a Zolpidem or uh, um, what were they called? Yeah, like a Xanax. Mm-hmm. Not Zolpidem. The Zolpidem's... Uh, Anyway, like they'd give you like a Xanax. And so I was just seeing these, you know, these quote unquote pain specialists. And it was so easy for these doctors because they're not. Pain is one of the hardest things to prove or disprove. Right. It just depends like on how. Fibromyalgia. Yeah. It, like, like it's just good, how good of an actor the patient <laughs> is. How do I get heroin? I have fibromyalgia. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no shit. On a scale of one to ten, where would you say the pain is? It's an ah! <laughs> oh, okay. We'll go ahead and give you the trilogy. There opium. you go. There it uh, is. There's your opium. Um, probably probably going to need a uh, skeletal muscle reaction. Um yeah, you know, we'll give you something to tone down the anxiety on that as well. Those are all Schedule Two fun drugs. Uh, no, at the time, uh, those were Schedule... Uh, cyclobenzaprine wasn't even scheduled at the time, I believe. What's the street name uh, for cyclobenzaprine? I don't know what the street name is. It's just cyclobenzaprine, man. It's, uh, it's just a common so, skeletal muscle relaxant. Um, so now I have to look it up, and, which I won't uh, fucking be able to spell. So then Xanax, which is... Alprazolam. Did I call it? I called it Zolpidem earlier. Zolpidem's a uh, that's for sleep, and um, that's a uh, that's a hypnotic drug, Schedule Four, I believe. And the You're uh, really nerding out here. <laughs> I have to. I got to know this shit. I got to re re remember this shit. And so, um, where was I going with it? Yeah. So then I just it made me feel dirty because all these doctors were doing was just they wouldn't give refills on it, so the person would have to come back every month and pay their doctor visit fee. So that's how these doctors kept making money was these people would come in for their pain meds that they were hooked on. And so the doctor was able to make a nice, you know, slice of cash that way. And then they'd send them off to us. And then you would just see these fuckers every month. You knew their month was up. They just come skipping in through the fucking door, and you're like, "See, I knew you fuckers judged people. I knew it. <laughs> Pharmacists judge people. Yeah, but they come in for their herpy medicine. You're like, you dirty birdie. <laughs> um, I if I do, uh, they put their hand out. Hey, thanks. Shake their hand. You're like, oh, I'm good. Typically, I don't like. I don't shake hands. <laughs> I wouldn't either. You work with the sick. I get yeah, it. I don't shake hands. Uh, yeah, you send someone out with their Zovirex and with their, uh, yeah, you, um, their Valcyclovir. Is this why it, it, you said herpes? Typically, that's Valcyclovir. Now, Valcyclovir is used for other things other than herpes because it's an antiviral. But if you if you send someone out with Valcyclovir, with Valcyclovir I, yeah, I do sanitize my hands as soon is as I'm Is this why done. Walgreens and these places don't have bathrooms? Because you guys just detract all of the sick and you're just like, ugh, can't do that. Get in, get out. Um, I guess. I don't know. Ours didn't. Um, yeah, no, no, we didn't have a bath. I mean, I've worked in two chains. So the chains, obviously, they have their own bathroom outside of the store. But yeah, it's not like, then again, it's not like, we actually the one we did have a toilet in the pharmacy and only the pharmacists were allowed to use the toilet. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. So back well, to this little cancer institute I was trying to like lay down earlier where you could go for specialized care and this is how this affects you. Okay. They're talking about sort of how, you know, the um 
the uh, insurance program that the government has put out, commonly called Obamacare, uh, is going to force some of these major companies to, instead of continuing to treat the sick, to offer the cures in specialized clinics, which includes the drugs, bypassing pharmacies so they can control the entire uh, healing process. So the government can control it? So oh, no, these will be private companies, and they're going to have the medicine in such a way that it's not technically a medicine. Because you couldn't, like, cure AIDS, for instance, and then withhold it, right? If you had a medication... In, in theory. You're right. If you had a medication that was going to cure it or whatnot, the government would come down and go, hey, you've got it, we want it, you can't do this, you can't decide, you can't give it to only the wealthy or whatnot. In theory, but at the same time, the drug companies would come out and say, well, you know, you're impeding on our right to do business. I, I'm, I'm not... Totally brushed up on my laws, but I'm pretty certain that there's a, there's a way that you deliver medi- medication that the government can basically say, nope, you got to All I know forward. is, from what I've seen, the drug companies are pretty good. At, and they're going to me out. They're, they're pretty good at lobbying there in D.C. And uh, no, we're not going to get a cure for AIDS. We're not going to get a cure for cancer because it's not profitable. I knew you were going to fucking depress me. <laughs> okay, so in this model... Okay, in, in, in this model, though, they're going to control all of it, and it's not going to hit your pharmacy. So when you want to get, say, you're diabetic and they have a way to, to treat diabetes, you're going to have to go to one of these commercialized clinics to get cured. Sort of like Elysium, where the rich people have the beds, and they don't use them, they just sit there, and the poor, have you ever seen this movie? No. You're just looking at me like... What is this thing called Elysium? Well, and I'm looking at you too. Like you can't cure diet. You're not going to cure diabetes. Well, you could, treat it. Well, you can. You the best at, way at this, like, at this point, you can only treat it. Right. Some and, people and believe you want to and you want to try to prevent it. For me, I'm high risk diabetes just because my genetics. Um, you know, it's in my family. So I mean, that's why. Like today, I'm drinking this coconut water. It's not good at all. But yeah, you know. Low well, sugars. Well, a type one, for instance, would let's just say they came up with an implant, or they grew, uh, they could do a genetic change, or they grew on a mouse a new organ. Instead of it being like common practice at every hospital where you can go get your new pancreas, mm-hmm. oh no, you've got to go to the special clinic who grows these special parts, and you're going to have your special dough, and it'll be outside of your healthcare plan, like plastic surgery. Oh, okay. How fucked up is that that so, we as citizens would allow that shit to happen so basically it's like oh you want to cure this uh disease or this you know condition that you have okay we're going to treat it like optional cosmetic surgery now yes yes <laughs> you, you're, you're just trying to beautify yourself by not being sick you know as a boy you don't realize all the shit girls go through but being a girl would suck can we agree on that oh yes like i can't the the degradation just a regular visit entails is enough to make me if i was a girl i'd be like i don't ever want to go to the doctor never doing it no i get it like <laughs> i mean i'm a dude and i don't ever want to go to the doctor right just hanging out with a girl long enough and you see like all the shit they jump through you're like uh, fuck that i have no thank you oh yeah my first live in girlfriend was definitely that was an eye opener. Just wait, you white? <sighs> Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. We I don't need to go graphically, yeah, but you're with me, right? Uh-huh. So I'm married to the same gal, you know, been together fifteen years, so I've I've seen a lot of all of this play out. Right. And one of the things that's incredible is if she has a female issue of any kind, mm-hmm. uh 
maybe 50% of the time it's covered. Maybe. Really? Yep. Maybe. Damn. And if it has anything to do with kids, like procreation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nothing's covered. Uh, Fuck you is basically. We're already overpopulated. We can't. We we don't have enough families to send these orphans out to. But we've we've. uh, How do we allow this to get so bad? I mean, was it ever right in the first place? I mean, medicines come a long ways in such a short period of time. You're a hundred. You're one hundred percent right about that. I mean. It was serums out of the back of a pickup truck. I get that. <laughs> yeah, science and it wasn't has, that long ago. Yeah, science pulled us. You know, it's pulled us. It's into jumped the us. It's jumped us. You know, maybe maybe we weren't quite ready for that big of a leap. I don't know, but so I mean, we're we're trying to catch up to it. And the problem is, though, at the point that we started trying to catch up with, at least I think in the country we live in, the machine was kind of already corrupted. <laughs> The machine is corrupt. You've been watching the, and I know you don't aren't hugely into politics, which kind of brings me to something else. I was sort of interested yeah, in, yeah, which made me weird just saying that last, you know. The, but I mean, that is the way I feel about it. Go is, ahead. You, um, what, um, you feel that we've just gone too fast? Uh, no, no. Just talking about my political. Yeah, I don't, I don't wax politically very often. So just the fact that I just said what I just yeah, said. Yeah, we covered that in yeah. the dad episode where you're like, we don't talk about it, but they talk about it, and it's weird. <laughs> well, but in an effort to not talk about whether you're Democratic or Republican, because I feel like that's all really kind of just divisive bullshit anyway. Right. You know, I think if you went to your average Democrat and said, "Hey, do you want to pay unreasonable amounts in taxes?" They'd be like, "No." And if you said, do you think that your governor, mayor, senator, congressman, president is spending money wisely, they'd say no. And that's completely what a Republican says all of the time. Mm-hmm. And you could look at your average Republican and say, hey, do you think we should help the weak, the sick, the suffering? Do you think that we should try to do good things for people? They'd mm-hmm. say, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? I a think lot that I have met, like fucking leeches. I, see, I, I, I disagree because I feel like they use... Um, they use social issues to divide you into your group. So there may be a person that doesn't believe at all with sort of the economic principles of a Republican, but they're anti-abortion. So that puts them, you know, on this fence. Right. Or guns. Yeah. You know, shit that really doesn't have anything to do with the guy that sits behind the desk and makes sure our country's as solid as it can be. Right. And so I was kind of wondering, and this is, I know this is a little out there, but what if we had a recognized, very basic pledge that a politician, that, that you and I would be readily aware of. Like a Hippocratic Oath? Like, but for politicians? But, yes, exactly. So let's just say we want to limit, we want term limits, okay? And so if you're Senator so-and-so and you say, if I'm elected, no matter what, I will put to vote this particular thing and we will, and I will vote four term limits for senators and congressmen. And then you were able to see just that one issue, nothing else for that two or four year span. This is what we're going to get accomplished. You'd actually perhaps pay attention. You might say it was one thing. I mean, imagine that your senator couldn't be senator for 40 years anymore. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Be cool, right? right? So then if you saw Hillary and Donald and both of them said, hey, no matter what, 
we're both going to limit term. You know, we're, we're going to vote yes on term limits. Okay. All of a sudden, you go into cruise control, right? You're like, okay, well, we got, we're going to get something done. <laughs> Something's going when, to happen. When one of these one animals the gets elected. Right. At this point, that's not happening at all. They pancake back and forth. They pancake so much. And I think Obama... I call, when he it, got, I call it waffling. When, yes. When, when, I prefer waffles. When Obama got elected, I really feel like the bulk of the country is like, you know what? Breath of fresh air. We'll elect all of the Democratic, Dem- Democrats we can to make him as effective as possible. Right, right. Give him a huge advantage. A super majority is what they called it. Yeah. He cannot fuck this up, right? You know, the super majority, <laughs> he can change the country. And what happened? Uh, you know, not a, not a whole hell of a lot of change. Nothing happened. The Republicans did some sort of like super block. And, you know, I don't know how they come up with these things, I don't know. If I have a super majority, didn't we fuck over your super whatever powers? You're fucked, aren't you? Right, right. Well, and then just why would you want a super block? Because they don't because, want to see you the just Demo- did, yeah, they don't because, want to see the success. Right, right. Party line bullshit. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm sick of. There just needs to be... Uh, God, I've been watching too much Game of Thrones, or had been. Just the whole good I'm for go- you though. Good for you. You know the whole I'm gonna you know I'm not gonna be a spoke on the wheel. I'm gonna break the wheel. That sort of need a little more of that mentality. I think isn't that what Donald Trump is? Isn't that why he's got the? I mean, I know he's killing. Yeah, but there's a right way to break something. <laughs> you know, like you need to like sometimes you need to refracture a leg to make it heal properly or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good break. And then there's the other breaks where you're just trying to fucking like evil Knievel something in your backyard and you uh, just fuck your shit up. Isn't that what we're doing stupidly? Though? What evil Knieveling it? Yeah, isn't I mean he's made it this far. He's actually one of the two choices of president, Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. Now remember, episodes ago, I told everyone this was going to happen that he was going to be in this position. I don't really think it's that big of a shocker. It really is. It really is. He can barely clap his hands. I'm not shocked at all that he, because I, I don't know. I mean, my family's predominantly Republican, so I could kind of see this coming. And it's not, you know, say, you know, that they're sitting there going, oh yeah, Trump, Trump, Trump. But just. Your dad basically said he was retarded. (laughs) Well, the um, it's not so much that it, like I said, they're not going sitting there going Trump, 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 but you could just get the feel from them just after you know, obviously eight years. It's kind of like Democrats after eight years of Bush, how they were just like, okay, we need to get them the fuck out. We need we need change. But there were better options. Oh, there were, there were, there were. Trump is definitely a menace. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's a fucking menace. Um, all didn't, right. he, didn't he tell somebody who lost their kid in war that he had made bigger sacrifices by building buildings and making millions and providing jobs? Didn't he say that to like their face? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. I mean, the guy's retarded. I just, I, you know, when someone just starts, you know, going retarded on me, I just fucking, I put on the earmuffs. We talked about the other option. Yeah. She's, she's no better. No. She, she's clearly fraud. I mean, she's yeah. clearly doesn't, doesn't give a shit about the law. Operates with impunity, the exact opposite of of who you would want to be your president. Yeah. I mean, I think if it was back in like 2000, I probably would have felt different about it. But since, you know, she became, I mean, it was just kind of sketchy the way she became uh, the senator for New York in the first place. She's from Arkansas. 
Right. Why the hell that? Well, she was in, and they the, gave you this whole lineage. Yeah, of, she held a house and all this bullshit. Yeah, for a certain amount of years in New York and da 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 da. But even that was just kind of like, okay, yeah, I don't. Know. I don't get why we let this shit slide. And like as a group of people, because what are we gonna do? You're indifferent, aren't you? You're indifferent about this election, right? You just could give a shit less. I mean, to it's be honest, either with, way, right? It's fucked either way, but I mean, I would have to say, I think okay. I would have to say Hillary's probably the less of the two evils, but not by, I mean, it's like 51, 49. I know. How does this fucking happen, dude? <laughs> yeah. The baby well, kissing, the lying, all the yeah. bullshit. Well, you, I mean, honestly, I think it happens due to people's lack of, I mean, there can be a third option. We used to have a third party. Oh, I mean, it was a long, long ass time ago. Well, Truman but, fucked with shit, and you know, you well, had, you I mean, had a lot go of back, people. go back. I mean, you know, go back around Lincoln. That's you know, you can go back even further. You were talking. Now we're getting into Federalists and all of that. Federal. Uh, that was you know, like I said, go back further than uh, Lincoln. But yeah, I mean, there was always you know, what was it called, like the Populist Party or something? That was a long. That was what somewhere around Andrew Jackson ish time. But the um, I, the. If you had a third option, wouldn't you? Most I think most people would take a third option. I'm just if it was somewhere, but you're disenchanted even with the third option. They get into office, they're stifled by you know the House and the Senate, and they become ineffective and lame duck, and then they're gone, and nothing happens. Right. Well, I like mean, at what I mean, point, I guess just for me, it's frustrating because in a country that's supposed to be full of possibilities, right, endless opportunities, it's we've drawn a very black and white line to a Central American government, essentially, right, right. And I, and I don't really want to get into the specifics because every, everyone that wants to pin you down, you know, they want to pin your, your, your basic message down with details. Well, what about this? What about that? What yeah. about this? And, da, 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 da. and then they spew their little factoids right. at you and you're just like, oh. it, it catches you off balance. And you're like, yeah, but do you think it's right that we, this person running for president took $5 billion in? Do you think that's cool? Like they took so much money in to try to win the election that now they're in servitude to these people that gave them money. That's you think that's okay. Yeah. Cause I guarantee you like even with their little pension that they get, their six figure a year pension that they get after being president, <laughs> how long is that going to take for them to pay off? These fuckers are everywhere. Yeah. Billions? Think, yeah, they just sit you on some You can't do that board. in a lifetime, even making six figures a year. You couldn't pay off $5 billion in Never. a lifetime. Never. They want something back. And mm-hmm. don't, don't tell me. What don't they want back is a little, little, hey, little. That they're, they're, they're one vote leaning this one way wasn't. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a fraction we all have. It's a very expensive scratch in the back. Yeah. You wouldn't put a million dollars out unless you thought you'd make three or right. four. Right. Or if it was going to protect you from losing millions. Right. Or, or, I, may, or maybe kept you immune to something. Because you don't give a shit. Right. You're like, well, you know, I don't care who's president as long as this part of my life is fine. And because, because of the way we all roll now, it's protect yourself at all costs, whether you're a corporation or, or even yourself. I mean, you aren't particularly loyal to anybody you work for. You have to think of Travis. Right. What, what's going to protect Travis? Right. You know, you... you uh, you, there was a time... Except new job that I'm working for. I'm 100% loyal to you guys. 100%. So, <clears throat> which is very, very kind of you. And actually, you're... Theoretically, you own it. It's an employee-owned build, business, right? Uh, I don't know about that, but it's definitely one of the better... 
you know, if you're an employee, it's one of the better places to work for out there. I read your handbook. I'm pretty sure it's employee owned. Yeah, you, you you spend more time. The only thing I cared, I cared about was my pay chart. And, uh, <laughs> like, I went right through that baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gave me some good factoids. Like, I really got to fuck up. You do to so hopefully. Now I'm I'm just I'm just trying to fan the fire a little bit. Yeah, I know. At what point do you just get fucking pissed off about it? At what point are you like, you know what? We're 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 literally being fed utter bullshit. I don't think that you know that point until it happens. You know, the whole theory, you never hear the one that gets you. You never know the straw that's going to break the camel's back. You just keep adding the straws and adding the straws and all of a sudden, oh, fuck, <laughs> you know? I wonder how you could reach everybody. How you could, I mean, no matter what side of the line they sit on and just say, can we just not be a Central American government? Can we just accomplish a couple tiny basic fucking things so that we're not a, a, an embarrassment. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, if it was up to me, you know, I'm, I'm more of an advocate of states' rights. I, I think states should run themselves. And the government should just kind of, it's laissez-faire government. And the federal government should just kind of oversee and just say, okay, you know, okay, all right, all right, everyone's keeping everything in check. You know, Florida didn't just allow nuclear testing or anything like that. Nuclear, okay, Florida, you thinking about no, 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 no. Okay, go back, go back to your business. The corporation, I, I like the idea, but the corporation has basically eliminated that as an option. Yeah, because well, that, now they play free well, agents that, and change whole states. Did you see Topeka, Kansas, a few years ago, change their name to Google just to try to attract the business to Topeka? No. They the, did that. The, the sway these large companies have are to a point where they can ask for billion dollar facilities, tax free, taxpayer money. And because we'll just inject a few jobs, you better say yes. Right. If you don't say yes, we won't do it. Yeah. So now you have these kind of heavily, heavily, it's like a heavy, it's socialism for corporations and capitalism for the rest of you, right? Which isn't fair. No. So it's publicly subsidized businesses. So that's not capitalism. And then. When it comes to you and you need to get medicine or you need to do something, well, we're back to capitalism. Travis, do you have enough money to buy your fucking car? Because if you don't, we're not helping you. <laughs> you know, it's just, I just, I, when as the more that I look at it as I become, you know, I, I, and I say become an adult, I've been an adult for a long time, but I really <laughs> feel like I'm becoming an adult because I'm looking more and more at how shit works. And I keep looking at my parents. I literally will sit down with my dad and go, what have you been doing? Like, this is a fucking mess. Yeah. I'm now turning into, like, more of, like, a, a respected adult. Like, I, like other younger people look at me like, you probably know shit. And I can only look back and I'm like, I really don't. I, Someone yeah. fucked this up before I got here. Yeah. And it's a total mess. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, you know, doesn't your dad belong to, quote, unquote, the greatest generation, according, what was, who was that, Cronkite? Baby, baby boomers, yeah. I fucking, oh, man. The greatest generation. They got wealthy. Yeah, well, they went from being hippies to yuppies to basically they went from like, hey, man, share some acid with me to, hey, fuck you. That's my acid. I'm going to corporately take over all of that acid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It, just the whole, that, that generation, they, they went through a metamorphosis. That's for damn sure. They've allowed prisons to be privatized. <laughs> take a second to fucking appreciate that dude. Do I have to appreciate it? That is a massive shift. 
since there's a lot of cities that have full prison economies, like most of the jobs, everything revolves around the prison. So then Travis, you know, gets caught with a pound of weed. Right. And now he's been sent to prison. And now this private company is going to decide how much public dollars they want to retain by having you in prison. When you get paroled, how you get paroled, who looks after you, what the program is, all of that shit is in play. <laughs> all that. Travis just got sent to General Mills Prison. On taxpayer dough, dude. I mean, that has been allowed to take place in our parents' lifetime. Student loans in a college system that's so far fucked that you can graduate with a great degree and be so in servitude to these loans that you might push your loan out till you're 50, 60 years old. Yeah, what did you say the other day? You were served uh, pizza by an... Electrical engineer who couldn't get a job during the Great Recession. Yeah. And now he doesn't have the experience, so people don't want to hire him, even though he's got the education. And he's he's too old. He's so far from school. Yeah, and yep, yep, too old. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, you know, like, like we couldn't become air traffic controllers now. Like, they have, like, a cutoff age. It's somewhere in your early to mid-20s. Sounds like highlight, that sport where you're done at 22. Yeah, like, you've got to, like, decide early if you're becoming an air traffic controller or not. Uh, Good money, stressful-ass job. Uh, in Texas, I don't know. I just know that because like half my team in Texas were air traffic controllers. Like I guess that's how they formed the team, a bunch of buddies. So, but yeah, because I was like, hey, hey, can I get in on that? You know, I don't know. I'm thinking about doing stuff. Oh yeah, I just turned thirty. Nope. No, nah, we got into it like seven years ago. Ah, fuck. I'm sad about it, dude. I watch. I try to have conversations with other people my age. They just don't give a shit at all. They don't respect any part of the political system. They think they're all scumbags. They don't have any hope that things will really ever really change. They, uh, someone comes around the house, you know, or their home. Right now is the season where they're handing out things like, "Hey, I want to run for senate." "Hey, I want to do this." And literally, the people running are going door to door. Right. And when you talk to them. When they're elected, let's just say we elected Travis McFalls, our new fucking congressman or senator, you might spend more than half your time every day just trying to get people to donate to you day after day while you're in office. Right. So when these gigantic 500, 600,000 page bills come in, you don't have fucking time to read them. Right. You know, some clerk maybe read them, yeah, summarize yeah, it Yeah, pass it quick. off to the, yeah. And a bunch of legislation goes in that you aren't aware of. And there's little nicks and knacks that are put into those things. That and if you don't catch it, it's going through. And they affect you. Now that you're a pharmacist, the $20 amoxicillin goes to 70 because of one little throwaway line that our guy voted on because he thought he was freeing polar bears when really there was other bullshit in it. Right. I just, how does this happen? Like, how do we as, I mean, we're kind of, we're kind of at an age where you could literally just stop what you were doing and go, no, fuck you. Mm. Today, we all stop doing what we're doing. And I want you to answer for this because this is crazy. Like Flint, Michigan, where you, you look Michigan's at all the insane. water, right? Yeah. Like what that place dipshit did fucked. that? That place though, that's Michigan been has been since, fucked forever. Well, specifically, auto yeah, and shit. but I mean, Flint, yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's a problem that goes back since before I was born. So Detroit's been a mess. The auto workers back yeah. when people were loyal to their jobs. Didn't, didn't and they shit. have that governor that was like practically a pimp? Like he had like a prostitute killed off. <laughs> <laughs> didn't one of the Kennedys take some girl while he was married and they got in an accident and she died and he was Teddy? fine. Yeah. Teddy didn't go to prison or anything. Oh, it's Teddy Kennedy. Like, how does this bullshit happen? Cause he's Teddy Kennedy in other countries. People get 
upset about smaller things, and all of a sudden there's people outside your door who want answers. Yeah, they're out there with the pitchforks. And we're so busy, we don't get out there and ask for answers. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we've got our, we've got, we have so many distractions now. You know, we're too busy catching Pokemon, man. Come on. So people defuse that. I, I, I understand why you say that, you know, and why you diffuse it the way that you do, because it's just so frustrating that if you spend really any time at all thinking about it, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, what's going on when you move to a state as a yeah. retired person that has no property tax, well, and, and all I of mean, a sudden there is? How do you justify your retirement then? And why isn't somebody answering for that? Right. You're sitting in a building, for instance. We have a small business that I, that I work at. You're aware of it. Mm-hmm. It's a family business. Mm-hmm. This isn't a big building, is it? No. It's maybe 3,000 usable square feet, and it's got maybe 1,000 well, loft storage. Just, call it, call it, just imagine a townhome. It's a townhome office. Do you know what my fucking property taxes are here now? I mentioned my property taxes last week. This will blow your mind. All right. How much your property taxes? These are $22,000 a year. Jesus. So someone's job is paid in property tax at this building. There's right. no longer a job for that person because we've got to generate three times whatever the property taxes are to pay him. Yeah, so. How's that okay? Right, because you'd think then if that guy has money, he would be spending it, putting it back into the economy. That's simple Keynesian economics. Look but at your, your facility. How many square feet is that? It's fucking It's huge. I'll bet your company pays two to three hundred grand in property taxes. No sweat. Every year. Well, I mean, how much money they pull in a year. Yeah, no so sweat. So then it's justified by that. Like, well, hey, they bring in so much money. Now, because of the way that they've done healthcare, you have like a McDonald's store now incorporating itself instead of a chain of McDonald's as one single place with less than 20 employees so they don't have to pay health insurance. You know, like... When you were voting for Obamacare and wanting this, well, my last how did job, that they sneak did. in there? Yeah, my last job. Well, that, that, well, Obamacare was pushed through in a rush. Because that, 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 he wasn't getting anything done again. Because, I mean, well, when that came out, even in pharmacy, I mean, I, I, even I kind of looked at it. At first, I was like, hey, free health care for everyone. Wait a minute. What the fuck's that rule? Wait, what's this rule? What the fuck? And I mean, pharma, I mean, just the pharmacy, you would talk to any pharmacist and they, they hated that bill. They hated it. You talk to any physician, they hated that bill. Um, it did. It, it just made everything so wishy-washy. Um, it, it's like scoundrels beget scoundrels to try to either maintain the money that they were bringing in. Uh, my little well, brother. Well, here's the thing. There's no such thing as free health care. I mean, someone's always going to have to pay for it. And typically what it is, it's the younger, healthier people that aren't using it at all. So they're not taking any money from the pool. So it's going and they're paying off basically for the older generation. And then the hope is that it keeps going. So by the time you're the older generation, you're going to be leeching off the younger generation. The nature of insurance. Right. And, and I'm okay with that because we're right. all going to age. Life and, short. Get you know, it. Right. But if like, I was looking at so my say, wife works, should say siphoning. My wife works for the state, it. and for us, no matter how big our family is, I think our health insurance isn't more than a couple hundred bucks a month. Okay. Now my brother's got a big family, mm-hmm. and the way that his insurance works, the subsidized portion of his insurance gets to be uh, less and less the more money he makes, and I believe it's a couple grand a month for uh, health insurance. All right, and I'm, he's not. He's not. You know, Daddy Warbucks. Right. 
You, you know, I just got done with work dealing with all this shit, right? You discuss these things at work because people are pissed. I get it. I totally get it. So, you know, you know, this is exactly what I want to do when I'm off work, right? But when you're off work, <laughs> when you're off work and you're sitting and in front of your TV, you can't turn the station fast enough because you're so sick of hearing about it. And we're in an election year where we should be able to do something to, to make a change. And it's not going to happen. And I just find that totally fucking fascinating that in a country like ours where you have high education, a lot of motivation, hardworking people, good people, mm-hmm. that this is cool. How is this fucking cool? Like, how is it cool? Totally unrelated to pharmacy, drugs, or whatnot, but for law enforcement to really become a vehicle to subsidize costs for police departments. So we lower blood alcohol levels. We let all of these places do that so that instead of us really protecting the public from your potential drunk accident, we've really lowered the level down so that the odds of getting a two or $3,000 pullover is pretty regular and pretty high. Right. Therefore, the money can be circulated within the department. Let's, let's face it. I mean, a lot of those guys are underpaid. Totally underpaid. I don't think they should be underpaid, but... That you know, we could go through the budget and be like, "Well, this is fucked. That's fucked. This is fucked." I just doesn't it frustrate you that you can't change it? Yeah, I mean, they always tell you you can. You've got your voice. Go out and vote. But the only way that works is if you get a couple million. I mean, by the time now, it used to work when we had a smaller population because it was easier to gather. Right. Called a mob, but a group because you had a you know a smaller base from which to draw with. I mean, with how populated it is, I mean, could could you get that many people to even agree on, like, five different types of pizza just to, like, serve to them while they're getting together? And I agree that that's part of the problem. Like, I can't can't get in a car with my family and fucking get everybody on the same page for a restaurant. It's just, like, so frustrating. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do, I mean, we're, we're huge, we're massive, we're diverse. And so it's just so, and so I think... Part of the reason it's become that way is because it, it it almost has watered itself down because you have to you have to put in okay column A or column B which do you like this is how we help you understand it nailed it you're nailing my point that's exactly what I started communicating to you at the beginning so what if we just sort of backed off a little bit like how do you I back know, off when you've come this far and just say hey. I realize we're going to disagree in a few things, but these two people for sure, regardless of the other areas you might disagree with them on, we'll set some term limits. Well, the easiest way to do that would be, I don't know. I mean, once again, you can't, when, I don't even know that everyone would agree on that. I, don't, I, I find that I've, I, every single person I talk to agrees with term limits. I, I haven't personally met a person yet when I brought it up that's been like, you know what? How, how, it should be a, how diverse, a buy die. How, how diverse and large of a sample are you um, talking here? Dude, you know me. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking to everybody. Oh, I'll talk yeah. to the waitress. I'll talk to the guy, you know, handing me a towel in the bathroom. I'll talk to anybody. All right, all right. This is coming from the guy that's <clears> like, geez, man, your son's the one that always runs around the bar like he's hosting the whole fucking thing. Totally different type of talking. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, but you know what? Very similar in different environments. Okay. All right, I'll give you that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck were we talking about? Um, what, what was the... I'm fucking 
fried. We're talking about getting everybody on the same page. Okay. I want to talk about shark sex. You want to talk about shark sex? Yeah. I've been thinking about that. Okay. So you want to segue out of politics <laughs> to shark sex? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with Is you. Is that a non sequitur? I believe that would classify as an... Um, well, let's wrap up politics. Should we? Well, we're not going to be able to wrap it up. I was just, I was just proposing to you that we might be able to find... Not that you and I are going to fix the system, no. although that would be quite funny. Uh, if we did... Yeah. Like if someone heard this and they're like, genius. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in the history books. He's got it worked out. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just simplify the voting schedule and so people get it and now we'll be able to elect people based on actually getting a fucking thing done. This is great. Mm-hmm. This is revolutionary. <laughs> that was my only point for dragging you down that trail other than the fact that I'm a little irritated by it. Yeah. There's, a, there's been so many poli- so much politics. Like looking at pictures of Trump on CNN because they're clearly liberal. You always see Trump screaming. Yeah, he always looks like a mess. And then you go over to Fox and you always see Hillary like with weird, yeah, like, making a weird aggressive face. faces. Yeah. And so the media is now like trying to like turn us into who to vote for. But I saw a bumper sticker that said 2016, no choice, best choice. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Great, great choice. Yeah, great sticker. But yeah, but yeah at the same time, we're, we, you just said what you said, and we spent how much time talking about it? Oh, not long. On our, on our little media, well, compared to because we were talking about the pharmacy and scope you know. of things. Yeah, well, I just noticed too on Twitter. I mean, even the comedians, like all the stand-up comedians that I follow on Twitter. I mean, they're at least every one of them has like a Trump joke every day. Yeah, he's setting them up. Yeah, like a t-ball. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so shark sex though does sound like more more listener friendly like if you're hitting the 15 second advance for us to stop talking about politics here it is <laughs> shark yeah. sex shark sex so uh at the liquor store we had a girl come in uh, i call her anchor kite because she has a tattoo of a kite that then you know has you know but uh the strings attached to an anchor so it's like to remind you know like you know Dream big, you know, go ahead and dream, but keep yourself grounded. <laughs> you need that shit tattooed to your arm as a reminder. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> cool person, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't, have any, I don't have any tattoos. Oh, uh, we should go fund me her tattoo removal. Actually, I, th- I thought it was a sweet tattoo. Uh, and I am not a tattoo guy. I thought this was a sweet one. But yeah, well, I mean, it's like when people get their fucking kids' names tattooed on them. Like in the morning, like, she gets up like, oh, no way. I'm so glad I tattooed that on my arm. <laughs> well, I mean, even like the people that fucking like get the, you know, she listens to this show. I'm glad she listens to this show. She's probably <laughs> nodding her head like, you know what? She's probably, probably right. No, nah, she's probably going, Jim's a fucking dick. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'm, I can uh, be a bit of a prick. <laughs> Going back to actually to what we were talking about the Australians last week and the the British. (laughs) All right, Australians, I'm going to throw you guys a bone on this one here. I've mentioned her before on the show, but Kitty Flanagan, the um, uh, stand-up comedian out of uh, Australia, fucking genius. She did a whole bit of like, yeah, people getting tattoos. And the one I love the most that she was talking about, like people that get their fucking kids' names tattooed on them like yeah, why do you do because i fucking love my kids and you know she's like well of course you love them because no one else is gonna fucking love them but you know she also like she's like well yeah and the way people are spelling kids names now yeah yeah i think you would need a reminder that destiny's spelled with like three y's and an h or something you know so i get it um i actually had an x an x that had 
you know, like uh, a question mark tattooed on her to remind, you know, question all authority and then a lightning bolt to, you know, remember ingenuity. And I'm like, well, if that's in you, why do you need to remember that? If you're- well, when I was about 23, I had this, this very same tone that you have. And I was at this party and this guy lifts his, he's got his shirt up mm-hmm. and he's showing these girls, this tattoo he has of these baby booties and the girls name him in a date. Right. And so I was just like you, like, why are we, why are we doing this? Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I go off on a significantly long rant and no one's really laughing and I'm not <laughs> yeah. really, really pulling it off. And actually the, the guy and I were kind of friends and he walks away and it was kind of awkward, you know? And right. I'm, I'm kind of taken back by it because it was actually, I thought I was, you know, at least being mildly entertaining. And the girl looks at me and she said, well, he did that because they had to put her up for adoption. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so I'm a fucking asshole. Thank you. I'm just, I mean, so, so little room of recovery there. I think I left shortly after that. Just like, you have no choice no, but to. Just a fucking moron. Yeah. So that's there, pretty there much, are circumstances. Yeah, that's pretty much your only choice there. So anyway, so Anchor Kite. <laughs> is actually a cool chick. And if you see it, it's a very, it looks nice. It's Listen, a nice looking tattoo. I've already dug a hole with Anchor Check. The pro- fucking program's probably over for her forever. <laughs> she's already, she's not even hearing this apologist part. I, I can literally. She's not hearing Travis the apologist yeah, right now. Fuck Jim. <laughs> Got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. So anyway, she apparently, she, uh, you know, she went to school, she got her degree, and she's interested in marine biology. And for uh, whatever, you know, when I was a kid, you know, we all wanted, at least a lot of people I know, you know, it's one of the first jobs you think of like, oh man, I want to swim with the sharks. I want to, you know, be a marine biologist. It'd be cool to study sharks. Me and myself, I would be terrified to get, yeah, I, I, well, that's something I thought of. And then I, my dad made me watch Jaws. Yeah. I saw it at like four. I couldn't go into my fucking pool. I can't go in my swimming (laughs) pool. I still can't go into my above ground pool now. Like if I go underwater and I open my eyes, I'm just expecting to hear like, Unleash the shark. Right. <laughs> Completely know. irrational fear. Totally Thanks, irrational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, yeah, the fucking pool shark's going to come get me. And so, uh, yeah, so she's um, going down. She's just up here, like, for the summer or something. And then she's going down to, I guess, pursue her dream of being a marine biologist, I think, like, Florida. You know, one of those states you go to to Work do Work for free op- occupation, unfortunately. So, anyway... It's cool, though, pursuing your gen. Like, so for me, I'm thinking, like, marine biology, yeah. Yeah, what do I know? What do I know that's, like, marine, you know, biology-based sharks? Yeah, sharks. That's right. Male sharks have two dicks. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that on Shark Week. Yeah, that's my big thing. Like, male sharks have two dicks. Good for them. Yeah. Because part of the reason is, like, they almost die every time they consummate. Try to make, you know, new baby sharks. From the biting or... No, no, because, like, when they stick it in, you know, like, they're kind of, at that point, you know, they need to keep swimming to stay alive. Well, at that point, they kind of enter a free fall into the ocean floor. And so, you know, no pressure on the guy whatsoever, but he's got he, he's to finish up before they hit the bottom. Otherwise, they're both dead. So, basically, I think he's got, like, the second one. So, like, if they're getting too close to the bottom, he can be like, ah, fuck it, I got a spare. I'm out. What do you do with your free time? And he can, yeah, watch Shark Week. <laughs> You're not catching commercials. <laughs> no. I fast forward through them. 
I thought there was biting and aggressiveness and But yeah, yeah, I'm sitting there thinking like, man, what's like an old man shark like say to like these young sharks? Like the old man sharks got to be like, look. I know our species depends on you guys consummating, but I cannot stress abstinence enough. All right, I know you think, hey, you got two of them, you got one to spare. You can go around, but have you seen how many rows of teeth we have? You thinking about fellatio with that? You thinking about doing no, 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 son, no, keep it, no, just keep it in your. You don't have pants, but just you know, keep them, keep them hanging free, and keep them away from that. But you got two. Why would you do that? You got two. Why would you? Yeah, but why I've got two. I've got, I've got a free one to spare. <clears throat> you know, you've got, you've why got, you got run what, from what, this party. Why, why do, you, why do you have one now? Only grandpa. Well, that was from making you, you son of a bitch. They don't they, break off, do they? I th- yeah, I think they break off. They what break the off. fuck? No way. I'm pretty sure they break them that off. That was never on Shark Week. I'm pretty sure that they was break never them on off. Shark Week. Yeah, it was. I, yeah, it was on a special. It was on a sh- like one of those Discovery show, uh, Channel specials. I think you were watching different, like Smithsonian or something. Smithsonian? Oh, you know, the one Smithsonian. Those, one of those pay channels. Mm-hmm. That, was, was a, that would be a fact I would not soon forget. For instance, I was more like the shark guy when we were growing up. My brother was big into like killer whales, right? All right. And so one day we're sitting around and I was asking about his favorite animal and he's kind of, I don't know, he's not sad, but sort of awkward. Okay. And this program was on and all of a sudden it sort of comes to light one way or another that one of the things that male orcas like to do is rub their penises together in playtime. Oh, okay. Like sort of homo aquatic that's, behavior. That's right? like they're like uh, like sword fighting or something, or right? Like, like when you're kids and like you're pissing with your friend, you know, and like you're like, hey, don't cross the streams. But we're teenagers, and right. so he's basically told me, you know, the, you know, it's, and you walk. But, but he didn't like look at you like, what an idea. No, this, <laughs> this was back, you know, uh, at a time where. Uh, that would, as, as a teenage kid, it wasn't like, hey, my favorite animal is, <laughs> you know, not that, you know, today so, you have to say, after you say it, you're like, not that there's anything wrong, wrong with it. Yeah, the classic Seinfeld, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong right, with it. Totally fine that that's part of their play and, and whatever, but it was just funny because it was awkward. Right. And now you're telling me, I mean, I've never had the two dick retort. Like, not only are sharks cooler, <laughs> two dicks. Wasn't available to me. Yeah, two dicks, two dicks, and like I said, I think if they're in trouble, if like, like, oh shit, I gotta abort, you know, like the fucking ground's getting close, they can just fucking skim out of there. I mean, they gotta, they gotta leave a little piece of them behind. But I'm not even sure I can Google whether or not that's true. I'm sure I make a I just list. Google shark what's your, dicks. What's your Google and shark dicks? You're just on a weird list. Shark dicks. Google shark dicks. Like, shark they... or a shark. Two penises. Or Does something. a red dot immediately show up on your house when you start googling like animal like private shark dicks? I mean, as long as like you're not like I think as long as you're not like going to like certain sites where like the sharks are How maybe putting know? them into humans. How I don't do you know. know? <laughs> I don't know. But I, you know, this isn't like an internet thing or anything. Then again, oh, I saw it on TV, so. You know, no so it's, neck. It's got it's got to be smarter than the internet than you know having it on. No next chick, the tan tyrant. Uh, you met No Neck. You worked here with uh, Obi Wan and I. Just No Neck. Oh, yep. Blockhead. Yep, Blockhead. Okay. Uh, his his fiance now. Congratulations to the two of you, by the way. Got engaged last weekend. Uh, 
the Tantyrant is a marine biologist with a incredible degree, and went in. Oh, so we've got to we've got to we've got to find out the facts here. She volunteered for years at a, a tank, one in Chicago, one down in Florida, Shark Tank, uh, at an entire aquatic facility as a marine biologist. Okay, and you have to work there free. Yeah, no hourly wage for free in Chicago and live in Chicago. Uh huh. Oh. Her dad subsidized the whole deal, right? Plus yeah. her working and this and that and going to school. That must have been nice. And then when she graduated from school, when she went to get a job, they only wanted to hire her if she had paid experience, but was unable oh, to get man. any paid experience See, oh. because everybody volunteers. Yeah, bring it back around to the politic talk. This is this is the uh, uh, education cycle here, okay, and not necessarily political. Mm -hmm. So now she's got three years of cleaning. I mean, basically, when you're a biologist at any kind of a tank, you're cleaning up shit. Okay, and if you want to get involved in a study or whatever, you have to have years working for money at a tank to get involved in a study to make any kind of money. Right. It's that whole you know we're not going to hire anyone with experience, but how do you get experience other than fucking getting experience this chick is sharp yeah she knows her shit she's done all of the work and now instead of working at what she wants to do what she got an education to do she works with regular cats dogs and that not as a veterinarian but as somebody as like an assistant waiting for her big job at one of these things and because each year that goes by it's not available to her they sell these kids these girls these you know the dream job of working with you know, fucking flipper. Yeah. And it never happens. Right. You know, you can't even clean the fucking my fish tank. Right. Because you don't have any paid experience. <laughs> Super fucked up. Wow. So now she's the one, not 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 blockhead. Not blockhead. Not no neck. Uh, nope. It's uh, man the tyrant. Maybe we shouldn't call him blockhead because now he's not gonna get back to us on the two shark penis. Oh no, he will. Okay. And he thinks we're probably mildly retarded anyway. So Yeah, and this this is nothing new. <clears throat> I did take the Danif. To her first day, we named the Danif. We named it. Yeah, bullshit. I know this is for real. Nah, yep. bullshit. We had to name her because for kindergarten, like everybody becomes you're in the same class. Wait, did you just say your dogs in kindergarten? Puppy kindergarten. Oh, that's what they call it now. Okay. And so the whole group has to learn the dog's name, and even the instructor calls the dog by that name. So we like had to commit. So literally, like two minutes before we walked in, we. Named her Darby. 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 Good name. I've got a good friend named Darby. I hope. I hope she's it's cool a chick. Good name. She's a cool chick. And then I would always think back to the lead singer of the Germs, Darby Crash. So, so I like it. I I've love got it. your approval. Stamp of approval. One hundred percent. So we get into this this class, right? And so the Danif is huge, right? And she is kind of going on five in puppy years, right? Like three. She might be in kindergarten a little early. She's fifteen weeks. Yeah. She's forty pounds. She's so bigger. if she's turned seven in one year, so five-sevenths of a year, wait, would be, uh, don't make me do math right now, I'm fucking You excited. walked yourself down this hallway. I did, I did. And anyway, don't, don't moving make past do your math, shit Travis. math, we take her into the class, she's clearly huge, so she's the target of the instructor, right, like mm-hmm. for all the demonstrations and shit, and... The dog does all the things she's not supposed to do. She's teething and she bites. That's an immediate no-no. Oh, she loves the biting. Yep. She makes eye contact with other dogs. That's not good either. You know, to break their eye contact. She uh, is um, always barking or talking because, you know, Mastis, or you've seen her. She's yeah. just an asshole. That yeah. Way. So the, the experience was basically me, my wife, and the Danif. 
the focal point of this, which anybody who knows me knows I don't like that. No. I don't want to be no, fucked you with don't. like that. You don't like front and center. And I'm a, a, a how not to have a puppy. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do an hour of this abuse I went through. <laughs> and uh, while we were in class, there's another like intermediate class, like on the other side of the room. And there's a rescue, Great Dane. Oh. As I'm as I'm putting up with this mild abuse, I'm kind of looking over, and all of a sudden the instructor stops everything that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, called the person that owns the Dane and the Dane to the center of the room. Right. And she starts like, I can't hear him really because it's loud in there. But you can tell it's not good. Yeah, there's some facial features from the instructor that's like real strict. Yeah. And all of a sudden the lady walks off, and she's like in this waiting area with her dog. Yeah. And so I'm kind of distracted by it, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm being... And then meantime, like, the insurance is like, so you got it, right? You're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, what you said. And my my wife's sitting there and she's got these, like, you understand we've got to do it this way now, right? And I'm like, yeah. Got no. it, got it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's a fucking dog. Whatever. Yeah. So I'm preoccupied watching this action. Another person comes over and they're talking to her and they're showing her things, you know? And so in the middle of our class, all of a sudden they show this, like, aggressive collar. And it like crimps the back of the skin on the back of their neck. Uh-huh. So it imitates what their mom would do and it corrects them, right? Well, this lady doesn't want any part of it. Right. Her dog apparently is super aggressive towards other dogs. Okay. And she, not being a small person on her own, cannot physically handle the Great Dane. <laughs> and the lady, I was like, yeah, I look like a pretty big dog. And she said, well, it's 270 pounds. Yeah, uh, you should be able to... I mean, you, there has to, there should be like size requirements for Great Dane owners, like... You should not be able to ride it as a horse. Let's start with that. He was big, dude. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be so small as to be able to ride it as a horse. Um, you should have, I mean, man, you've got to at least weigh, if it's, how much does it weigh? Uh, mine right now is over 50 pounds. And yours is going to get up to two? Um, I would guess, based on her mom, they told us somewhere between 170 and 220. So you should at least, at least weigh half the dog's weight. I'm thinking more, like 75% of the dog's weight. They say that the dog should never put any stress on the leash. Like it should always dangle free. Right. So now we have all these special rules where we have to like go around the house with the dog on a leash all the time so we can immediately correct her and overly praise her and shoot the serum in her mouth if she tries to bite us so it's all gross and all of that. Meanwhile, I'm watching this lady in the intermediate class Unable to get her Great Dane to cooperate whatsoever. What kind of a fucking shitstorm am I in for? Uh, you're probably boned. But we, 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 we said this from the get-go. What, what was the quote? What if I end up with this asshole dog that I don't like? She's wonderful. I love her. Well, at least you have that going for you. I absolutely adore the dog. But it's an asshole. <laughs> Darby's a total asshole. She always yells at me. She doesn't mind. She's the asshole you love. You know? But she's so cute. <laughs> I should probably post an updated picture of her. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, she's pretty, uh, pretty adorable. Haven't seen her in a little while, so she's, I'm going to be shocked, of course, by what you post. She's big, dude. I was going to bring her to work today, and she was totally fine, and then I got up on a ladder because, you know, I have multiple jobs. Right. In this particular job, I, had to, I, you know, I left the wholesale company to do this prep work I do for real estate, so... I'm dealing with this customer's house, and I had her on a leash because I had her earlier, so I just thought I'd bring her with me, and I got up on a ladder, and she totally lost her shit. <laughs> she started digging up their landscape, howling, crying, barking, 
Because I was on a ladder. Like, <laughs> like the physics of it just fucked with her or something. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, well, I can't have her in this neighborhood freaking out, so I've got to take her home and come back. Right. She was going to come with me tonight because she'd been so well-behaved in other yeah. places, which hasn't worked out the best for her. So it was probably best she went home. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I, I think she's still, as far as I'm concerned, I think she's still in podcast timeout. Yeah, she gave me silent treatment the whole way home because mm-hmm. she was so upset, and she never does that. Turned her back to me, laid away from me, <laughs> wouldn't look at me, didn't want to get out of the car. <laughs> she's always anxious to get out of the car. Yeah. Just sat on her side and looked out the window and wouldn't look at me while I talked to her. Nah. I've got like this really sensitive creature that's going to be enormous that I'm supposed to correct and then still have happy time with. Right. I could be in real trouble. Yeah. Yeah, you... Uh... You might end up with something. You might end up with like a godfather moment or something. Like she might go out and like bite a horse's head off and put it in your bed. Good luck. Good well, luck. I'm, I'm, I don't have any recommendations this week. I, mean, I am going to go see Suicide Squad and the new Bourne movie with some time off that I have this weekend. So I might talk about that next week. But other than that, dude, I seriously have been putting in crazy hours, like 80, 90 hour weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't You're have preoccupied you be- with your life. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of undergoing a change right now, so that's why I'm not exactly Mr. You know, ideas at the moment. Uh, so you're not even talking right. Yeah. You're going to have to forgive Travis. He's burned out. So, yeah, uh, I've got about three more weeks of this, and then it should ease the fuck off. So, and that's why, yeah, it's going to, you know, two of us then with him working all his hours and, me adapting and learning all my new shit and trying not to get burned out. Um, you know, it's hard for us sometimes to get on the same page just to have a lunch. It is. Well, we try to so, release things like within hours of doing it so that everything's current. The people here, most podcasts will do a release like seven days later or nine yeah, days later. Yeah, we want to be current. We want to just kind of keep it fresh. But so um, we're but, a day late and a dollar short this week. Yeah, so sorry. Uh, this will drop tonight, probably yeah. around ten on Wednesday night, eleven. Yeah, I've got nothing. I've got nothing this week. Uh, next week, I'm going to a concert. I'll talk to you about it more next week. Uh, this is actually, yeah, I've got a concert a month coming up here, uh, August, September, and October. I've got as concerts. Do I. As do I. And then, uh, yeah, and then November, I've got my uh, ASU trip that I take. ASU just started. Uh, they just started practicing for the season, so all ten people. But care will yeah. be super interesting. Well, my, in your myself, feedback. my dad, my grandfather, and then seven other people, according to you. There's only seven. Uh, well, you know, everybody of, else in the stadium is just there for the beer. Oh, boy. hey, man. Speak of the Devil's podcast just reached uh, 10,000 likes on Facebook. It's all family. It's all family. <laughs> Huge fucking families. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, when I do get time to kind of have a moment to myself. That's what I've been checking out. That. Then when I get home, I mean, it's just like eat dinner, uh, maybe catch like an episode of Seinfeld or something like on the, on don't, the iPad. Don't, don't and, bum them out. You're just going to bum them out. But it'll get better. I promise. Yeah, we'll liven things up a little bit. But this week we're going to, we're going to, we were only going to do a 30 minute show and we're already one of the longest shows we've done in the last few episodes. So we better call it a day. Yeah, actually, man, you might want to go home and you, Oh, you might have more work to do. You might have to edit the fuck out of this. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to put it out there <laughs> and get our piss poor plays for the week and move on. <laughs> and we'll see you fuckers next week. Yeah, later. <laughs> later. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com. 
where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. My report's due tomorrow. What's it on? Why government matters. Really? It's never too early to learn that the government is a greedy piglet that suckles on a taxpayer's teat until they have sore, chapped nipples. I'm going to need a different metaphor to give this nine-year-old. What's your name, ma'am? Lauren Burkis. Lauren. My name is Ron Swanson, and I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about the miserable, screwed-up world of local government. You mustard in your mustache. Don't sass me, Burkis. Let's get started. Life, liberty, and property. It's John Locke. This is your lunch. Now, you should be able to do whatever you want to with this, right? If you want to eat all of it, great. If you want to throw it away in the garbage, that's your prerogative. But here I come, the government. And I get to take 40% of your lunch. And that, Lauren, is how taxes work. But that's not fair. You're learning. Uh-oh. Capital gains tax. And that, Lauren, is how FDR ruined this country. Lauren, ready to head back? Well, I guess it's time for you to head home. I've really enjoyed talking with you. You are, and this is not a joke, much smarter than most of the people who work in this building. I like talking with you too, Mr. Swanson. Ron. Hang on, hang on, I have something for you. This is a Claymore landmine. Use that to protect your property. Thanks, Ron. You got it. And that... Are you Ron Swanson? I am. Okay, what exactly did you teach my daughter? Oh, you must be Mrs. Burkus. Lauren was supposed to do a paper on why government matters. This is what she wrote. It doesn't. Well said. Is this a joke? No, ma'am. I legitimately believe that. I'm a libertarian. 